Hey, yo, guess which K-pop group has been chosen as Time Magazine's Entertainer of the Year? I'm Brian Ju, and you'll find out right after this song. Welcome to another episode of K-Pop Connection. It's everyone's favorite day, Friday, December 9th, 2022, and we just heard Blackpink Ready for Love. Now, it's been a fierce year for competition for K-Pop girl groups with the debut of monster rookies like New Jeans and Ive and major comebacks like veteran groups like Girls' Generation and Kata, who both celebrated 15 years in the industry. Still less than me, y'all. Still less than me. Admit the competition... Blackpink had a stellar year releasing their highly anticipated second full-length album and embarking on a global tour. Maybe that's why the folks at Time Magazine have chosen the girl group as this year's 2022 Entertainer of the Year for Blackpink. Now, it's the first time that a K-pop girl group has ever been chosen and given the title, which BTS earned back in 2018. Now, Time described the group as the biggest girl group in the world as they've been setting new records and going places where no K-pop girl group has gone before. With their second full-length album, the group became the first female K-pop act to top the Billboard 200 album charts. And the girls are the hottest trendsetters right now, not only in music, but also in beauty, fashion, and other industries. So, big ups to Blackpink. I love y'all. Love your music. Come in the studio one time. You know what I'm saying? KPC want to see you. Anyways, great song. We already played a Blackpink song, so we're going to move on to another, uh, you know, comeback veteran that came out this year. Kata, When I Move. I'm standing on the edge everything. That was When I Move by Kata, and we got some quick announcements on various ways you guys can tune into our show. We have shortwave radio 9.515 megahertz bound for Europe, 9.630 megahertz bound for India. We have apps you guys can download for free. We all like free. And you guys can listen to us conveniently through the KBS Kong app, KBS World Radio app, and KBS World Radio on air app. You guys can download, or actually not download, uh, if you're in Malaysia, you can enjoy KBS World Radio programs on Malaysia's Astro Radio. Make sure to download, there you go, the SYOK Shock app and find the KBS World Radio channel for 24-hour non-stop streaming of your favorite uh, K-pop programs and shows and whatever you want to do because you know what? K-pop is being viral around the world. Also, if you guys are tuning in via podcast, please, please rate us five stars. We get more listeners to tune in and learn more about K-pop and why everyone around the world loves it. And of course, today is Friday, which means Walter will be joining us in the studio for Lights, Camera, Action in just a bit. But before that, we have a great song and we got some coffee or tea coming up, y'all. First up, Yuna with Order to the Grum. Would you like a coffee or a tea?
Welcome to our daily segment, Coffee or Tea. By now, you guys know we have a little chit-chat about anything and everything. Hopefully, to wind it down or refuel you, it is Friday. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people are probably going to go out and party. But whatever you want, it's your choice. But for now, I got some info for you guys. Now, two huge names in the Korean entertainment industry are coming together for a new drama series that's set to premiere at the end of this month. Star screenwriter Kim Eun-suk and A-list actress Song Hye-kyo, who have worked together on the KBS hit series Descendants of the Sun back in 2016, are coming back for another collaboration. Now, the brand new drama is titled The Glory and is set to premiere at the end of this month on Netflix. Now, the streaming giant said the series will have a total of eight episodes and will be released in over... This is a lot, y'all. 190 countries. Now, the story is about a woman named Moon Dong-un, played by Song, who experienced a severe bullying in high school. We've all been there. Now, the woman plans an elaborate revenge scheme against the perpetrators and bystanders after graduating. Now, it will be Song's first time back on the small screen since now we are breaking up back in 2021 and Kim Eun-suk's new project after the fantasy drama The King, Eternal Monarch, which starred Kim Go-un and Lee Min-ho. Now, will you guys be marking your calendars for the premiere? Writing it down because you're so excited to see this collaboration. The Glory will be released on December 30th, so write it down on your calendars, and I can't wait. But for now, we can't wait, because we got a song for y'all. This is Taeyeon Only One, 그리고 하나, that winter, the wind blows, original soundtrack, another drama that Song Hye-kyo was in, so check it out. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Action. Walter Lee is in the studio with us to tell us about some K-dramas and films and the related songs. Welcome to the studio, Walter! Hello, Brian. How are you doing? Not doing too bad, not doing too bad. Two weeks away till Christmas, two, two, three weeks, I think, at this point. Um, Mm. Because you said to me last time, you're Mm. like... You would like to get some maybe Christmas themes happening uh, over the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not this week. Not uh, this week. Maybe something a bit closer to like Christmas, maybe next week or the week after. I'm, okay. I'm still preparing that, but I still have great content for our listeners today. But Alrighty. how are you doing, my friend? I am not doing too bad. Um, uh, I know my friends are judging me right now because I put my Christmas uh, decorations up, but I went a little overboard. Like I usually do uh, the yeah. living room. Yeah. But I did my living room, my kitchen, my dining area, my bedroom. Like I have Christmas lights everywhere. How about your How about your babies? How about your doggies? Do you, you dress them up in Christmas attire? Only if it's cold. Like sometimes I'll crack window <laughs> because I naturally I'm a very warm blooded person. Yep. And so like at nighttime I'll put my fireplace on. But then when, with a fireplace it makes my whole apartment really hot. Oh yeah, yeah. And then that means I have to keep, take the clothes off my dogs because I'm pretty sure they get. I feel like animals get hotter than humans quicker, so yeah, I don't okay. want them to torture. But other than that, hey, Christmas Wonderland is at my house. So if you guys want to check it out, it's um, $99 admission fee. <laughs> and you get five-minute walkthrough, and that's it. There you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about you? How are you spending or getting ready for Christmas? Uh, I guess just, you know, it's just trying to stay inside. It's getting a bit chilly these days. Um, today's actually not too bad. 
It is getting chilly, but the funny thing is I feel like it's still not as cold as last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd agree as well. And it was actually quite warm up until late November, wasn't it? Like, it, it only recently just got chilly, so I don't know what, what, what this world is coming to when it comes to weather. <laughs> global warming yeah. is real, y'all. Yeah, yep. yeah. But we're not here to talk about global warming. No, we're not. Christmas, we're here to talk about what drama... What are you talking about today? Yes, that's right. We're talking about a drama. Now, I always give you this little intro quiz and I'll leave a gap for you to, you know, maybe maybe you'll be able to guess it. I think there's a huge hint in here. The funny thing is, as you say that... Most of the other segments and scripts I pre-look at. Yeah. Yours I deliberately don't because you have this quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't look at your scripts at all. Yeah, well, that's very good. So <laughs> let's talk about the stars in it. All right. Now, first we have Puck Bulgorm. Okay, know that person. Yep. Hedy. All righty. Yep. Ru Junior. Not too familiar with that person. Uh, Go Gyeong Pyo. Me, that person either. Ramiran. Okay, I heard of them. Yep. So, these are some standout notable stars. All right. Now, it was the fourth highest rated drama in Korean cable history. So, you want to think about some of the top dramas that are out there. Now, it was made in 2015, early 2016. Hmm. And here is the biggest hint. It was set in 1988. Oh, I didn't see this, but just that title. I've seen that title around for the drama a lot. Do you know what the title is by any chance? The Korean title. The Korean title. Um, Yeah. So, Unda-pa-da-hera. Whatever. It's in that, that, that title. <laughs> it is. It's also a it. franchise. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Chonggu-baek. Okay, what's your Korean, Walter? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but in English, Reply uh-huh. 1988. That's what I knew, Reply yes. 1988. Now, this is sort of special for me because that was the year I was born. 1988, okay. 1988. Well, so. when you watched this drama, did it like, did you see things that you connected with or was it different because you weren't in Korea at the time? There, there Well, I was born in Korea in 1988, oh, right? I didn't know that. So, okay. um, obviously I didn't, I don't remember anything, but it, it does, you know, 1988 is my year, so there's obviously that connection as well. Now, for mm. those who have not seen it, no spoilers, as always, I try to give you a basic understanding just so you can, you know, maybe go see it for yourself. Yeah. But before I even tell you, I loved this drama. It was a really good drama, I think. Okay. Um, so this is a story of, you know, families, but mainly five teenagers, uh, teenage friends, should I say, and their families mm. living in Sangmundong. Now, that's in the northern area of Seoul. Okay. Uh, it deals with the struggles of being a teenager and especially centers around the theme of friendship and family. Oh. Now, if you watch this drama and have lived in Korea in modern day, mm. um, you can probably see the differences in culture back in 1980 as to opposed to now mm. um, the, the, I, I believe there's a lot of differences like back then you know it was normal to be acquainted with your neighbor or your or your neighborhood right okay I think these days people live in apartments and they don't really know their their the person that's living next to them like I personally don't know my neighbors you know I think it's where you live in Korea too yeah, yeah. now because do you live in Seoul I live in Seoul okay, oh, Gyeonggi, Gyeonggi. Pretty close to Seoul, though. So you live on the outskirts of Seoul. I live in Gyeonggi as well. But the funny thing is, in my apartment building, it's almost like it's a Western apartment. Like every morning I get in, and if I'm in an elevator with four or five people, they always say, Oh, really? So we like greet each other, which was weird for me when I first moved there. I was like, Wait, people do that in Korea? So when I move, when I'm in Seoul and I stay in Seoul sometimes, I get used to that. And I look at somebody in the elevator, like, And they'll look at me weird, like, who the heck is this guy like acknowledging me? Like I was like, oh, but they're probably a fan of yours, Brian. That's why. No, no, no. So I thought that too at first. I was like, maybe yeah. they just recognize me from TV. Yeah. 
But I was in an elevator one time with a kid. And a lady gets in and she just bows to the kid and goes, Annyeong. And she said, and he's like, Annyeonghaseyo. So they do it within the Pyeongchek region. Right. Like everyone does that. Maybe it's like more, as the further out you go, the more, I guess, I don't want to say Seoul people aren't friendly, but the more friendlier <laughs> that you would probably get for, as, as you go outside. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I do feel that. I feel like people in the Gyeonggi province can be more um, accepting to greet each other. Right. You know, I'm not saying it's Seoul really not bad. common these days, right? It's not. Really. not. Especially if you live in an apartment, mm-hmm. everyone sort of sticks to their own like area. It's very uncommon to, to, to hang out with your neighbors so much. Mm. But back then, you know, yeah, it was a normal it. thing. Yeah, yeah it was Seoul. a normal thing. What do you remember? Of 1988. 1988. So I was about eight years old, seven or eight years old. Um, Were you in and Korea that's at American that time? age. No, I was in the States. You so in the States? For me, like, yeah, I don't know anything about Korea. Uh, well, what do you remember in America at 1988? I really don't very well. <laughs> like, I was, I was a, I don't want to say I was a total misfit. I was one of those guys who always got in a fight with my teachers. Okay. People thought like, oh, Brian got good grades and so he's probably a goody two-shoes. I try to be a goody two-shoes, but I was always easily aggravated by my teachers. So I always get in little <laughs> fights and have detention and I'll lie to my parents because yeah. Korean parents don't want you staying after school. So I was like, oh, mom, I'm doing extra work after school. She uh, goes, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't tell her like, oh, Mrs. Price is making me stay after for detention. Writing I wouldn't lines. Say that. Yeah. Yeah, writing lines <laughs> or writing, I'll never talk back to the teacher in class. I'll never... I was a very bad student. Hey, listen, you and me, but I think it's a, maybe it's a boy thing. It's just we just weren't really like I was more boy, wanting to play. And I also feel like because we were minorities and yeah, we grew oh, for up, sure. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, you know what? I need to be like a bad boy yeah. to these Westerners to look and stand out. Yeah, me too. To fit in. Yeah. I, my my schooling, I was the only Korean boy in my class of you know, in, in school actually at one point. Oh. So yes, we were very. Um, we very like picked on, but we wanted to show like a, a strong face. Sort exactly, of thing. You, wouldn't, you don't want to look show your weakness. Yeah, yeah. People. Well, I don't have any memories from 1988 because I was born. <laughs> so. Well, that's the thing. When people say like, "Oh, I remember when I was born," it's like, "No, you don't. No human being remembers, remembers anything of like you remember coming out your mom's womb." I don't think so. That's <laughs> a lie. Does that. Yeah. Well, I think uh, this is uh, enough time for us to go into one of my first picks for the oh, yeah. OST today. All right. Now this OST, hmm. uh, this drama had a great. Great, like original soundtrack. I really I love need to this check it out because uh-huh. it's a mixture of kind of old ballads, old Korean ballads, and, and sort of new songs as well. Okay. And our first song is by Kihyun. Okay. Well, there we have it. We're going to start off today's lights, camera, action song with a song from the original soundtrack of Reply 1988, and the song is from Kihyun, and the song is called "As Time Goes By." Seori Kamyon. That was Kihan with As Time Goes By, Seori Kamyon. And we're in the studio with Walt right now for Lights, Camera, Action. Now, today we're talking about the drama Reply 1988. Yes. Okay. Why is this drama so popular? Though? Well, yeah. I really think it was a hit in South Korea because it brought mm. back a lot of nostalgia for viewers. I think oh. a lot of the viewers were, you know, of maybe late 30s or early 40s. Okay. Really, like, hit home so for my, them. my age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, many life events in one drama. Mm. And it's such a, like, a family friend f- feeling. Okay. Like... Eating with your friends after school. I mean, uh, that really sounds super simple, 
But that is something that a lot of us remember. Like, but those are the good things in dramas and movies. Like when they do those throwback films. Yeah, you see the basic, simple things, and it like makes you feel good. Some them, for some reason, them feels good, right? Yeah, them feels good. So like family, like being with other families as well. Even growing up in Australia, mm. um, I used to connect a lot with friends' families, and our families would hang out with their families. So even though I didn't grow up in uh, South Korea, mm. I, I I related to it. So and I think a lot of people in South Korea related to this situation. Okay. It, it wasn't just, you know, all the good things. It was also some of the bad things, you know, family fights, family feuds within, you know, your, your I guess, with your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, mm. um, growing up and just, that's just what families are, right? We're here to fight with each other. We're here to love each other. We're here to fight with each other. Um, tons of TV and music references that relate to Korean culture. Mm. So that was a little bit hard for me to relate, but, you know... Yeah, get watching TV, dancing along to the songs, uh, or or some of the popular dances of the time. I think Koreans really love that sort of flashback moment. Yeah. Um, as I said, like hardships to the family as well. Going to school, I think uh... going to the school. Even though you and I we're, we're not really old, but our school <laughs> life is so different from now, right? I mean, we of had, course, like no iPads or no tablets, phones. Especially with Koreans, when they ask us, like, how was your school life growing up? Totally different because of how we grew up. Exactly. American school life, Australian school life, Korean school life, totally different. And this is, like, where I think many Koreans are also reminded of, oh, you know, when I went to school, it was so similar. And Mm. I think the fact that everyone uh, had a nostalgic moment in this drama... That's the reason why you know I think people related to it. People mm. loved it so much. Um, that, I, that's the reason why I certainly like it, which I'll talk about a bit later as well. Okay. But how about when you were growing up? Hmm. Did you eat with family friends, or can you remember like sit, sitting around like the? I guess you guys do cafeterias in America. We don't do it in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'd had cafeterias. Yeah. And I remember one time my mom tried to give me kimbap. Okay. And I was like, Mom, I'm not taking Kimpop to school unless you want to get me bullied and beat up. Yeah, like, at that time. So like, yeah. you, if you were not, I guess, white or mm. growing up in that area, you had the ethnic food. So it looked very strange at that point in that in that. Especially life, right? that time because yeah. the internet wasn't advanced, nor did any Western people, like, they, they knew of Chinese food. Maybe yeah. some Japanese. Like, Korean food was so different for people. So I was embarrassed to take Korean food to school. Like, especially... Could you imagine taking kimchi to the cafeteria? They'd be like, oh, what's that smell, dude? Like, you know, you'd be like beat up or, you know, people tease you. So I would tell my mom, even if I can't, I'd rather starve myself yep. if you can't give me lunch money. And lunch money was cheap back then. It was like a dollar twenty-five, and you can get a whole tray right. of food anyway. Yeah, I remember when yeah. I was young as well, like food was so cheap in the tuck shop. We call it a tuck shop. It's our cafeteria kind of thing. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor Noah talked about it in a stand-up comedy show. Yeah, okay. yeah. We call it a tuck shop. It's sort of similar oh. to a cafeteria. But yes, if you had the ethnic food, there's something. Of, the reason why ethnic food smells is because it's got so much like spices in it. Exactly. And it, and that's why Herbs it's tasty. But yes, even mm. kimbap does have a bit of a an odd smell if you're like and not I, used to it. And I remember because one of my friends was Indian. He would bring Indian food into the cafeteria and he got picked on every day like oh eric brought indian food to uh, the cafeteria blah blah so i was like uh-uh mom is not putting no kimchi <laughs> no kimbap in my my little lunchbox so i was like i always ask my mom I was like, oh my just give me a dollar 25 give me a sandwich i'll eat whatever they have <laughs> i mean it wasn't a big portion but a dollar 25 you can't get anything at for a dollar 25 here or there now like, right right a buck 25, you get milk orange juice a fruit like an apple or orange 
uh, maybe a pizza and some sides for a dollar twenty-five. That's cheap. Right, right, exactly. Well, luckily she didn't pack any like doenjang jjigae or jungkukjang or anything would, like that. I would have to go to the back, like with the janitor eating like the closet room or something. So some happens. of the worst smelling food in Korea, but people exactly. love it here. Now, before could you imagine jungkukjang, could you imagine that? Yeah, <laughs> stink up the whole cafeteria. Exactly. Uh, before we go to our next two songs, mm. I've got a quiz for our listeners. Now, right. usually I re- you know reveal the answer after the songs, but this is actually for our Instagram followers. So make sure you follow our Instagram. Okay. Um, now, the theme is Reply 1988. Yes. So, for our listeners out there, what huge event happened in South Korea oh. in 1988? That's all too easy. Oh, no, no. I don't think our listeners could get it, could they? I mean, if, you're, <laughs> if our listeners are in their early 20s... Maybe and, they not. Didn't, and they didn't study their Korean history, yeah. then they probably won't get it. But anybody like our age range, like anyone from like the mid-30s to 40s, you'll definitely know the answer to this. They one. should know the answer to yeah. it at least. So it was a huge event in South Korea. Huge. Pro- probably one of the biggest, except for maybe, maybe arguably the World Cup. I'll just say it has five rings involved. Oh, well, Woo! see, that, that, that might be a hit. giveaway. All right, so five that... rings. That could be Lord of the Rings. Who knows? Or <laughs> so... five people getting married. Who knows? Right, right. So just one more time. What was a big event that happened in South Korea in 1988? All right. Well, get us all the answers that you guys know through our message board, our gram, whatever you guys want to do. DM it to us. Don't do it to me personally because I know some of the Y2C people will DM me personally. It won't be talked about on the air if you DM me. DM right. our KPC Instagram. All yeah, righty. Right. With that said, we've got two great songs. And this Is this from the soundtrack as well? Yeah, this is also from the soundtrack, yeah. Okay. Okay, there we go. We got Sojin with Everyday With You, Mail Kudewa, and then we have Noel with Together, Hamke. We're back in the studio for Lights, Camera, Action. Now, of course, for our listeners who just tuned in right now, can mm-hmm. you actually uh, give us that quiz again for our listeners so they can answer through the DMs? Yes, yes, mm. yes. So remember, answer throughout through the Instagram of mm. this beautiful show here. What is the big event that happened in South Korea in 1988, which is the theme of our show today because of Reply 1988. I feel like some of the listeners will be like, oh my gosh, that, that date is so ancient. That was way before I was born. Oh my God, the 80s. And the 80s. I love the 80s. 80s had good hip-hop, good music, good food, good like before cell phones and yeah, pagers. Yeah. You know, you just lived a simple life. Oh, well, listen, I was born in the late 80s, so mm. 90s was sort of my period, but it was still very similar to the 80s. Similar. And yeah, yeah, because yeah. when you wanted to hang out with your friends, yeah. you'd have to set a date and time. Like, hey, Saturday, we're meeting yeah. at 9 a.m. to play in the woods. And if you're not there, you're screwed. Yeah, because right. Because there's no <laughs> pagers or cell phones to be like, oh, I'm on what? You can text nobody. Right, exactly. I remember I miss those days, though. I remember when mm. like, I would have, like a, 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 I guess, you guys call it elementary school. We call it primary school girlfriend, mm. and you'd have to call up their house. And you have to speak to that dad first, and you'd be like, hello, is Samantha there? And he's like, who's this? Exactly, especially your guy calling the house, like, hi, Samantha home? And he's like, uh, who, who am I speaking to? He's like, uh, I'm Walter, Walter yeah. Lee. And he's like, how do you know my daughter? Yes, and exactly. he's like, I'm scared. <laughs> never mind. And you just hang up. I, I, yeah, I'll just, I don't say never mind. I'm like, clunk, just hang up the phone. I'm right. like, and then she'll call back like, 
Why'd you hang up? It's like, oh. your dad is scary. You young you children know? these days won't know the pain that we had to go through <laughs> to talk to our crush. Now all you got to do is be like, DM, right. message here, talk. tweet, yeah. whatever. You know, all these apps and stuff like that. Mm. We have it too easy nowadays. We do, we do. Mm. Well, let me tell you the reason why I liked this drama so much. It was really a fun drama to watch. Mm. And it is also has to do with why other people enjoyed it. And it was the nostalgic feeling that I got from it. Okay. You know, things like my first alcoholic drink when uh, I was a before it was legal <laughs> obviously there everyone's was, been there everyone's been there first time I got drunk how old are you? How when old I are first you? had first my alcoholic, alcoholic drink, drink. Um, and I'm not talking about a sip I'm talking about when no, you got drunk first time I got really really drunk and uh-huh. this is really bad but I was 13 <laughs> years old oh you beat me I was 15 you were 15 okay. 13 yeah. years old it was I was at my um, cousin's birthday party and I was the youngest cousin they were like hey this will be fun let's get our youngest cousin drunk oh uh, and yes. Oh, so they tried to get you drunk. They got me drunk. Oh. <laughs> so it was a um, not a f- it was it was a fun experience, and then turned into a very bad experience because then I got very very sick. Yeah, because at that age, because it's the first time ever getting drunk, you yeah. don't know what a hangover is. Exactly. So I was hungover, and I thought I was dying. I was like, "This is how I die at fifteen. <laughs> oh, mom, I'm so sorry. What? Can you remember your first alcoholic drink? Uh, it was actually mixed. So. My friends and I decided to meet at this new house uh, development place. Mm. And so at nighttime, no one no one would be there. Yeah. So we'd meet in one of the little empty rooms, and then we'd I bring vodka, he'd bring rum, whatever, and we put it in this <laughs> uh, empty milk carton. Right. We'll sit there and take sips of it. And back then, that was my first drink ever. And this is way stronger than beer. So we have all the strong spirits all mixed together. Mm. And I remember it was a Saturday morning. I fell asleep in that new construction of a house. Oh, wow. In the cold. I woke up at like 5 in the morning. I was like, oh, crap I'm, I'm gonna get killed by my mom and dad ran home my mom was awake so i was like i was walking in the house she's like no they got that stuff where'd you go where you go, go come from i was like and I, I looked sick so she goes look inside i was like oh mom i ran five miles and i don't feel good <laughs> <laughs> so i lied and said i was taking a jog uh well you know but you know moms aren't dumb they're probably moms like, aren't dumb she's like you learned your lesson so i'm just gonna pretend you ran that's the thing with mm-hmm. my mom as well she wasn't angry she was just like Ugh. Well, you learned your lesson. I don't exactly. need to do anything. We didn't harm anybody, so we're good. Exactly. Also, yeah. you know, crushes, heartbreaks. The, this this drama shows a lot of, you know, love stories. I'm going to have to watch this now. This is making yeah. me feel like I need to go to my throwback moment. Yeah, it's mm. such a good drama. So, I like, do you remember, like, your first heartbreak? Or do you remember your first crush? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those those moments that, even though they hurt at the time, you look back and you go, <laughs> my first, uh, My first uh, elementary school relationship actually mm. broke the girl's teeth oh jeez! <laughs> you might want to give context to that i'm just gonna throw it out there i'll let you know in another day because this story gets too long and we're slowly <laughs> wrapping up our time here because we need to find out your review as well today yes mm-hmm. yes so as i said i really like this drama because it just brought back so many memories I, i'd definitely give it a four out of five again okay um now again for me i just love good okay. yeah it's really quite good i i do th- it's gonna be hard for me to get a five out of five it has to be a perfect drama yeah. But, but there's nothing perfect in the world. There's so. nothing perfect in the world. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan of Heryu as well. Like she's okay. she's one of my favorite. Uh, I guess Yenung or like uh, Wait, what group s- superstars. Girls Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Heryu and I worked in the past before, and I remember 
And I'm not. I'm actually. I'm gonna brag because Hedy comes up to me. She goes, "Sunbenim, I was yeah. always your fan in Fly to the Sky." I was like, oh. "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> she is adorable. I love yes. her. But yes, I give this a, a four out of five. Definitely go see it if you want to. You don't have to exactly relate to Korean culture, but you can get reminded of oh, the first time I got my heart broken, or the first crush <laughs> I had, or the first time I had an alcoholic drink. These yeah. are the kind of memories that this drama brings back, and this is why I think it was so popular. Oh, that just makes me feel warm inside. I yes. feel like it's not a Christmas movie or a drama, but I feel like watching this during the Christmas season yep. will actually put me in the mood more. So it's I'm definitely so going to check it out. But unfortunately, y'all, it is time to wrap up today yep. our segment for Lights, Camera, Action. But before we go, we got two great songs also from the soundtrack, I believe. Well, uh, yes, very much so. All right, who are the artists? So this one, the first song, well, mm. I guess the fourth song is from Park Boram. And our last song is from Ijok. All righty. With us, I want to say goodbye to Walter Lee for this week. We'll see you next week. See you next Friday. All right. And we have Park Boram with Hewa Dong. And then we have Ijok. Don't worry. Alright, that's all the time that we have for today. Enjoy Peter's... I said Peter. I'm so sorry. Walter. I meant you. We just missed Peter here. Anyways, Walter brought this song with him. Ejok, don't worry. 걱정 마려 그대. And our producer is Sophia Hong. Our writer is Karen Choi. I'm Brian Ju. This has been K-Pop Connection. Y'all may disconnect after the song. Today, I'm going